Hello everyone, welcome to Land Sharks, an original D&D podcast with an exciting RP twist. I am Drew Elavuera, the pixie druid. I'm Grima, just Grima. And I'm Crush Cream, the NPCs, and basically everybody else. Um, this is episode 7. Last time we left off, our adventurers sat in on a druid council meeting. They were trying to figure out what to do. They um, gave them information about the Dadaji brothers, and now they're just sitting around, open the gifts they got from that magical being. And what are you guys doing now? Oh yeah, what was the gift that I got from the magical being? You didn't write it down? Hold on. I, I know I did, but I'm trying to figure out. Didn't I get those dimensional shackles? Uh, I have a 19 constitution amulet. Okay, th- you probably got that. Yeah. Oh, armor. it was what? a drift globe. Okay. That's <laughs> a drift globe. So then I got now. that thing that's of endless water. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you okay. do have that. Okay. So what else are you guys doing? You open your gifts and you're like, oh, thank you. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but you see the druids, like, they kind of dispersed because the meeting for today is over mm-hmm. and some of them are like, Children. sleeping some of them are kind of more nocturnal so they're mm. still awake some of them are like melding into stone in the walls so they can go to sleep in the cave mm-hmm. what are you guys doing uh i guess it's like sleep time or something mm-hmm. yeah so Grima's gonna go over to Joella and crush and he's gonna try and to discuss some of their next plans of action with this whatever newfound information that they might have okay. so he's all like crush yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know so far that the Dodanchi brothers are, as so far as we know at least, in charge of selling this land, correct? Yeah. Okay. And they're affiliated with another group that's in charge of auctioning the land. And we also know that they have some ties to the demon lord or god of chaos, Vec, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and all of this is impacting the land by diminishing the druid powers and making the lands kind of, like, basically sick, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do we combat this? What is our plan of action? Well, what we, um, can do, I guess is since they didn't really agree with um the compromise idea, maybe we can try to like find their source of power and diminish it. Sounds good. Where do you think their source of power would be? Obviously Avec. Really? Maybe. I don't know. Are they like evil clerics or something? None of them are clerics. Oh, wow. Hold on. I'm searching through because there is a note here that says they are affiliated with a group. It starts with an O. And they're in charge of actually auctioning off the land. Is so, that the the group you found with, like, the, um, what was he, a half-elf and the dwarven guy? In that cave? Yeah. In the woods? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oz Ozaner. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Ozaner. Yeah. Ozanor or whatever. So, so Grima says Ozanor. 
That sounds bad. Yeah. So <laughs> what do you know about the group Ozanoi? It just says a group of people controlling land auctions. Land auctions. Sounds about right. So he turns back to them and then he's all like, Yes, and I have here in my journal that the group Ozanor, from where we infiltrated that cave and Jurel's phone went off, that... I didn't go off. Okay, anyway, so the group Ozanor is in charge of auctioning the land. So how would they fit in with the Dodachi brothers? Maybe they're just like... They're the ones... They work for them, right? Yeah, they sell all the land. So the Dodanchi brothers, so Ozanor's working for the Dodanchi brothers? Yeah. It seems like it. Okay. That seems likely since they're selling it and then Ozanor's in charge of auctioning it. So who's above with the Dodanchi brothers then? I don't know. We'll take it to the supervisor. Yeah. Well, sounds like a plan. Crush, do you know? What? <laughs> do you know? <laughs> who's above the Dodanchi brothers? I I only worked for the Dadachi brothers specifically. I never worked for anybody else. Hey, did you ever get your memory back? What memory? Like, to in the, the golden dragon horse thing say that you had something interfering with your brain and then it fixed it? Oh yeah, I feel fine now. <laughs> okay. I don't know what memory you're talking about, but... I guess I'll just have to like look back in my life. I may or may not I may or may not tell you when that happens. Okay. We're all friends here. Alright. So Greenman decides to go to sleep and wait for the sec and wait and see what the second day for the Druid conference has in store. Okay. Maybe they can find out new information. No, trying to remember your past and that music box. Remember who you are. <laughs> so yeah. Druid just goes to sleep. Okay, you go to sleep, uh-huh. and you wake up the next day. The Druid Conference has already started. What? <laughs> you wake up at the normal time, but you're guessing that they started as soon as the sun started to rise. And you see them conversing amongst themselves. Druidella. What? If you were a Druid, shouldn't you have been up earlier? I'm tired. <laughs> Are you going to listen to see what they say? Yeah. Yeah. Um... So you come in at the park and it's like, and they're polluting all our rivers. How are we supposed to stand here when our rivers are being polluted? I can't even swim. There's so much algae in it. All the fish are dying. It's like, but you can't exactly blame them for that. Somebody else says, we don't know exactly if they know what they're doing. We can't just jump to conclusions. And that dwarf from last time was like, ah, oh, yeah, of course we can jump to conclusions. They're obviously polluting the Merfolk's River. Are we just supposed to stand there and watch it happen? And this happened last time. Now look at them. The lake is so nasty. Nobody can live in it. There's nothing living in it over there. Maybe you can find a way to filter out the pollution and then talk to the owners who are polluting it. Uh, That's what they said last time. Dwarf looks at you. He kind of like crosses his arms. They tried to talk it out and look what happened. Nothing's in that river anymore. Maybe you can find a way to filter out the pollutants. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, what he happened to last talk time? It out and then nothing's in the river. He's asking Jordella because he doesn't want to interfere because he feels it's not his place. <laughs> She's just like, what happened last time? 
There used to be a druid. This is a new person speaking up. Um, she's a half merfolk person. Hmm. And she's the one whose river is being polluted now. And these druids lived in this lake not too far from here. And a factory decided that it needed some place to put its waste. And the best place to put its waste and have it contained, they thought, was to put it in the river. And when the druids realized that their place was being polluted, they tried to, you know, talk to the factory owners and tell them, hey, there's animals and life in this river and you druids need to keep it clean because it's our job to protect it. And the owner didn't listen and they continued to produce whatever they were producing and continued to pollute the river. It was filled with like chemicals and I don't know what and things just started dying. And now it's like, all the Druids are dead now. They tried to find a way to filter it out, but at this point, there was too many pollutants in there to even start filtering it out. It would take intense care that they couldn't even, they never seen chemicals like this before. So they didn't know how to deal with it. And now the river is just, just gone. I mean, there's still water there, but you can't drink it. Drunella, what? Ask them why they didn't recognize the chemicals. Why didn't you recognize the chemicals? They weren't natural. They weren't anything that any druid at this point has seen before, and we still don't understand exactly what it is. Where is this river? It's... I don't think you want to go there. And you... And then she sighs and says, okay, this is like around where y'all are right now. Mm -hmm. And maybe like a few days travel, Mm -hmm. the river will be like around here. Okay. Okay. Maybe what you should do is you should go to... The owners of the factory, try to reason with them, and if they don't, you can attack. So the river's south of here? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the druid's name, who is talking, is Bluegills. That's her last name. And then Miss Bluegills. Yes. Maybe what you can do is go to the owners of the factory, try to reason with them, and if they don't respond to reason, you can attack. <laughs> you know, the, the door is just like, yes, attack them. <laughs> and then she said, we always try to reason with them. We try to come up with peaceful ways. But thankfully, our river is not like having chemicals leaked into it. It's just, it's so stinky now. There's so much manure and we don't know how to filter it out and the algae is just blooming too quickly and it's taking like so much energy that we can't waste just cleaning out our river all the time when we obviously need to protect the lands from these hideous hideous factories hmm maybe maybe attacking is the best plan but we don't have the force what you How about we go expect the factory and then maybe try to find a way to destroy it so it stops functioning? 
we won't kill anybody, but we'll just like kind of like break you know, the thing. Break, yeah, break like, the, but I guess. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, Thank you, fellow Jude and non Jude. <laughs> I'm sorry for butting in all your comforts, but I couldn't help myself. You people are in such need of help. We really are. So she kind of gives you um, information mm-hmm. about the factory. Mm-hmm. Factory is like northeast of here, mm-hmm. and it's another major river. Mm-hmm. But it won't take you long to get there. Maybe about two days. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, when Drudella suggested her suggestion, suggested her suggestion. Mm-hmm. When Drudella made her suggestion, her father looks at her approvingly and he's just like, "Good job, Drudella. <laughs> I always wanted to bring you to these Druid conferences." <laughs> I was beating with pride. And, and then um, the large bug creature from last time speaks mm. up and they're like, well, if we get this factory, what are we, are we going to do this to all factories or are we going to destroy all factories? Only to the factories that are causing problems. All factories are causing problems. <laughs> causing air pollution, water pollution, ground pollution, smell pollution, sight pollution. Sight pollution is not a thing. Yes, it is, Judella. Have you ever seen something so ugly? Yes. And it didn't hurt me one bit. It hurt me several times. It's like, well, I don't want to wake up and then see a factory being built on my land and look at that atrocity. That's sight pollution. You can turn the other way. I can't. It's, it's on my land. The land doesn't belong to them. It belongs to us Druids. They have no right to take it away. I say, all us Druids go to war. <laughs> that may be a bit drastic. We go to war now. Not <laughs> it's yet. It's over. And it's like to get up. It's <laughs> fellow bug friends like, calm it down. And he was like, oh. I'm sorry, it's just, it's been happening for so long and I can, I can feel the nature slowly dying around me. I don't like sitting around and just, just doing nothing about it. And the dwarf is like, nodding. It's like, my mountains, they haven't got to me yet, but my fellow mountain druids have experienced the mining. Don't y'all mine yourselves? We mine, but not like that. We don't blow up the mountains. Oh, they blow get, up the yes, mountains? What? They're blowing up our mountains just so they can get some rocks they <laughs> think are valuable. Disrespectful. How come they just don't ask you to go get the rocks without hurting the mountain? Because even though we may mine, we always ask the mountain if we can get some of its materials. And sometimes the mountain says no. And when it says no, we're like, okay. And we don't get it. They're doing things for mass production. They need a lot of it quickly. They don't care about its efficiency or what it does to the environment. They need a lot of it, and they need it now. That's why I say I agree with my fellow bug, Uzgar, <laughs> if we go to war. We Druids have an advantage. We know nature more than anyone else. Nature will provide us, and it will help us win. I say we lead them into the forest. We ambush every single one of them. Maybe what was we. the day you were talking about? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> okay. He says back down. <laughs> and he says maybe we can take out the people in charge. 
But who's in charge? The people who are selling and auctioning off the land. Who's selling and auctioning off the land? She goes like... The Danachi brothers and the... Olivators. Olivators! Olivars! Somebody in the board. <laughs> you mean the Ozenors? Yeah, the Ozenor. And then they're like mumbling um, with themselves, and they're just like, they don't really know. Um, they this is the first time most of them are hearing about it, and some knew that their land was being sold, but they didn't know exactly who was doing it. And then the tree guy, which you did, I tell you this last time that the druid tree is not physically there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's on the screen. Yeah. He's. Not necessarily oh. screens, more like yeah, yeah, a portal or something. Mm-hmm. He's talking to her, and he's just like, "I've heard about the Dadachis. I've heard about the evil deeds they have made. You two, or you three, went on the mission for me and my druids to figure out what was going on in a nearby forest." This is much, much bigger than just telling that the Dungeon Builders. It goes much deeper than that. And at this point, I don't know what we can do. What we need is information. What we need is allies. This is not a war only Druids can fight. While it might be a noble cause to die for, if all Druids are executed, if all druids die in this war, who is going to speak for nature? Who is going to continue helping nature? Continue communicating, continue being the voice for those plants and animals and bacteria and anything in between fungus who don't have that voice and fish. And birds. Birds, I said animals. (laughs) Reptiles. Animals. Animals. Anybody who doesn't have that voice. We need to be here. While going to war might seem like an easy solution, might seem like something we did a thousand years ago, and won, it's much different these times. It's much different these days. And I don't want to see my druid brethren, my druid families, just die for a silly war. We must think of above our physical forms, above anything physical we have, and just think about what nature is like. And everybody is just like, oh yeah. <laughs> Thinking about what this druid, who's obviously wise beyond his years, and it's probably that communal tree knowledge he has from the previous druids that melded into the tree. Yeah. That he has the access to their knowledge. And everybody is just nodding in agreement and thinking that maybe going to war is not the best. And somebody else speaks up. It's the druid who's um accesses the portal for the tree druid to speak. Mm-hmm. And their name is Faley. Mm-hmm. And they speak up and they're like, but we druids cannot leave our post. We have to defend, like some druids have to defend the last land they can 
claim as the Druid lands because the cities and factories are being built on the land around them. We cannot leave our post because if we leave it, it will be unguarded and they'll take it. How are we supposed to get this information and how are we supposed to figure out a way to defeat the Oob Gloves and the Didachi brothers? How are we supposed to do this? The Oob Gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can be a sub assistance. I'll be happy to offer some of my scouting services. Crush is still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Crush trying to... Drew L a second, and then he goes over. He's like, Crush! Drew L goes go. and kicks him in the eyeball. So <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up, he's just like, Oh my god. What time is it? Crush. Yes. They want to know if we can go on a recon mission to get information for them. Just tell them yes. And he goes back to sleep. My companion says yes. And then all the Druids consider this and are just like, yeah. You seem capable enough. Good. When do we start? Well, as soon as possible. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> like tomorrow. Tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, they give you, the Blue Gills gives you more information about mm-hmm. the location of the factory. Mm-hmm. And then she tells you it's not just any ordinary factory. It's a, not only a, it's a meat packaging factory. Mm-hmm. And they also have livestock there. So she's wondering if you could free the livestock as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the Druid conference just goes about that. They talk about resources they have. And then somebody does have a successful story of them. Some people were trying to build like a hotel. Mm -hmm. And they did talk to the owners and the workers at the hotel and tell them about the place that they have and they end up making sort of like a hotel and a national park mm-hmm. where they preserve the stuff around them and then they were talking about how successful that was and not only did the people get money mm-hmm. um, the hotel owners get money from people visiting but they also um, get more interest in nature and preserving nature themselves okay cool beans and that's basically the thing you see people like after the tree guy mm-hmm. had his speech about going to war and what mm-hmm. that would do to druids people kind of still seem like they want to fight mm-hmm. but not as like, like yeah. out there about yeah. it okay they're reconsidering they're thinking about maybe doing small attacks here mm-hmm. and there, nothing too major so grima he goes and he's like um it's lunchtime Druid Ella, where's the food? We don't eat during Druid conferences until there's a lull in the conversation. Oh my god. Until there's a what? Until there's a pause in the conversation. There, um, everybody, so you notice some Druids, mm-hmm. um, gotten up to go to their packs and pull things out. Some Druids just like pull things out of their clothes and mm-hmm. is eating stuff. Now he goes, he goes outside with the little cave area they're in. Okay. And then he's looking around. He can see if he can find some mushrooms or something. We, you have food in your pack. That's so boring. I know. Eat it. <laughs> she says that she pulls out some bread and starts eating it. 
I'll eat some of the bread if I can't find any. Yeah, didn't the pixies things. give you? Food? Yeah. Yes, but we have I don't whole feel meals. Like eating it. I don't like eating the same thing over again. <laughs> she rolls her eyes. And we cook <laughs> something new every day. This is not the same thing. No, it is the same. They give you rations and oh. stuff. They give you, like, <laughs> <laughs> a personal cook that you can in your backpack. <laughs> No, I thought this was different from what they originally ate, though. Okay, so he takes yeah. some of the rations out, and he's just looking around to see, like, he could find some mushrooms or, like, something that he he, he could use to spice up his meal. Okay. Oh, it's just eating all of the sweets. The 15. They didn't pack any sweets from Cinderella. <laughs> she goes into Gretchen's bag and eats all, all, all of his <laughs> He goes and grabs Green was guarding his bag. <laughs> I need variety. I need variety. Like <laughs> the same thing. I eat sweets over again is not variety. Yes, it is. But I can't have the kindness sweets. of my soul. I will offer you this petite morsel, and he gives you a little bit. Thanks. Don't Jeez. go in my bag, Adrenalo. <laughs> <laughs> no promises. And she continues to eat her food. Does he find any interesting mushrooms? Yeah, he finds some mushrooms. Okay. Uh, do nature check. Okay. Oh. I'm glad I'm not drew it all off. <laughs> uh, ten. Ten? Uh. Okay. Um, you find some mushrooms. Some of them look like you shouldn't eat them, but you do find one. It's kind of just like a plain mushroom that you don't think will give you like any diseases or allergic reactions or be poisonous. Okay, so I take the plain mushroom and then I kind of like put it on top of my ration to eat it. Okay. It's okay. It's like mushrooms, like nothing special. I hope I don't get sick. <laughs> you did a survival check. I did a nature. You should have did survival. I'm, I'm not thing. versed in survival. I am. I mean, it's not. It's not gonna get yeah, poisoned. I'm not dying. So the, he eats his lunch and goes on about his day, mm-hmm. looking at flowers, sketching some out uh, ideas for new robes. Trying to get attuned again with um, his set of robes that he's wearing now, the animated mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. So he's just basically kind of like talking to it and see if he could like have a more deeper connection to it so he can understand, start understanding his thoughts. Okay. So the day I'm guessing passes uneventfully. That's mm-hmm. what. Grandma's doing all day. What is Juanella doing? Is she going to participate more in the meeting? Yeah, she's taking notes. She's taking notes? On her phone. <laughs> <laughs> she opens the notes app and she just takes it up. Okay, so she's taking notes. Crush, um, appears to be sleeping, but mm-hmm. if you look closely, it's more like he just has his eyes closed. You mm-hmm. guess he's thinking about things. What are you thinking about? Jordella's in the meeting. <laughs> so, so I guess Grima's the only one who notices this. Mm-hmm. And the day passes uneventfully. We continue talking, continue talking about people's successes with... Um, Negotiations. Yeah, and failures. And somebody said someone tried to buy their land, but then they attacked them and they backed off. <laughs> it was... Umgog. Which one is that? The bug. Okay, of course. The bug. <laughs> the bug. Mm. bug is not taking no mess from nobody. Mm. I see where Drunella gets it from. Yeah. <laughs> All so, these boots are kind of wild. Yeah, and then um, 
everyone's going to go to sleep now. Mm-hmm. They eat whatever they're eating for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then um, everyone starts to sleep or stay awake mm-hmm. or walk around. Grima mm-hmm. decides to get a good night's rest so he can wake up early tomorrow morning so they can set on about their way for the show. leaving first thing? Yep. Okay. Is Drudella doing the same thing? Uh-huh. The night passes uneventfully. Okay, cool beans. So Except they... for... Um, are you taking water? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we? Yeah, we are. Okay. Who goes first? Grima, and then Drudella, and then Crush. Okay. So Grima's watch passes uneventfully. Trudella, on your watch, <laughs> you see, um, Crush wake up kind of like with a start. He's like, oh, but, and then he's holds his head for a while, and seems to be thinking, and then he lays back down. You okay? You good, bro? He doesn't answer me. She goes, it was through his ear. You good, bro? He doesn't answer. <laughs> Is you awake, bro? He appears to be sleeping. <laughs> she just squints her eyes and goes like, Ella's always the one to catch Crush in these moments. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then Crush wakes up for his watch and it passes uneventfully. Drew it a little bit so with a start. It's like, oh, I had a nightmare about Crush. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to sleep. And then you wake up in the morning. Is everybody ready for an adventure? He says. No. Crush is like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, let's go. He says. And as you're heading out the cave, you realize that you were pretty deep mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. for the Druid conference, so... It's not going to take you long to get out, but it's mm-hmm. just something to notice. And before you leave, your father comes up to you, Drudella, and he's like, I know you're excited to get into trouble, Drudella, but please, please be careful. You don't know what they're capable of. I will, Dad. Okay. Just keep that in mind. Okay. Don't be too reckless. Make sure your phone is on silent, please. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> Don't keep your flash on. Okay. Like, okay. I think I got everything. Don't start fights. <laughs> can I finish fights? <laughs> you can finish them. Don't go looking for trouble, Drew. Okay. <laughs> and then he flies back to the meeting. The Druid conference is going to still continue on for maybe like five more days. Mm-hmm. So as you're leaving, you go out, sun shining, mm-hmm. birds chirping, everything's pretty good, everything's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. You go down the hill. Just go walking. Yes, yep. sir. We're talking. We're just um, making our way over there, making our way downtown, walking yeah. fast. And let's say, are you going to do anything special during your journey? Not particularly. Just keep it, I guess, keep an eye out for anything interesting or weird that we see. Yeah. Still, Grimus looks like he's talking to himself, but he's actually talking to his coat. Okay. Drew Ellis is squinting at Crush the whole time. 
He's just keeping his eyes forward, walking the time. <laughs> ignoring Jonah completely. He's not necessarily ignoring her. He's just walking. If she talks to him, he will talk to her. Are you good, bro? <laughs> Me, I'm fine. Never been better. What was that last night? What? You woke up in the middle of the night, and you were just like, oh, and then you went back to sleep. Oh, I was just remembering this one time back when I was in um, school, my roommate, uh, oh my god, brought back some pineapple pizza and Ew. mushrooms, but they didn't tell me, and the mushrooms were under the cheese, so <laughs> I ate it, and it was nasty. Ew. Are you allergic to mushrooms or something, Crush? No, Drew but... says as he turns around really abruptly. <laughs> no. No. Mushrooms on people... People. <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms on pizza is disgusting. Have you been had mushrooms on pizza, Jordan? Yeah. I've never had... Oh, I was about to say I've never had pizza, but then I remember I had it that one time in the hotel. It was pretty good. Yeah, I don't like mushrooms on pizza. I don't like cooked mushrooms. I don't like raw mushrooms. I don't like dead mushrooms. I don't like alive mushrooms. You can't eat an alive mushroom because when you eat it, it's dead. If you like, maybe like put your mouth and then, like, <laughs> then well, it's, it's dead. The <laughs> it's, it's dying in your mouth. Okay, Judah. And then he turns back around and you see him like hold out his palm and start focusing and then he's like mumbling to himself and then there's like some sparks that come from it. Watch out for his hands, they make sparks. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a, it looks like explosions of like glitter. It's like oh he's just walking. He's not really paying attention to where he's going, so he kinda stumbles around a bit. Okay. The day passes uneventfully. I'm assuming you stop sometimes occasionally to eat mm-hmm. lunch. Mm-hmm. And then you stop again mm-hmm. to eat dinner. Are you going to make camp where you are? Yeah. You feel like you only have one more day, and that day you will meet. You will get to um, your location, and you can probably, like, camp out there and attack at night or whatever. Yeah. Attack so at night. We'll go ahead and set Sleep during the attack. day. Yeah, Crush but... reminds Druidala that they're not attacking. <laughs> this is a... Um, infiltrate. Yeah. Infiltrate. Yeah, yeah but we're destroying m- machines. Druidala, this is literally what I was made for, to infiltrate. Wait, so you were engineered? <laughs> Are you no. a robot? You're a maid? No, Dru- really- wait, wait, wait. Wait, Crush. Yes. Druidella told me about these sorts of things. Hold on. And then he take, turns to a, a page in his journal and he scribbles something out. And it's like, you know those like capachas or whatever? Uh-huh. He's like, can you read this, Crush? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a JX82 and they're all wiggly letters. JX82. Okay. And it's human. And then she's like, wait a second. I'm she's a like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's not a robot. And she's just like, wait a minute. She goes and she takes off her phone. She gives one of those. She's like, select all the ones that are vehicles. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't mean made for, I mean trained for. Oh. <laughs> trained for. Oh my god. You should still select all the ones that are vehicles so we can make sure you're not a robot. He selects all ones that are vehicles. Okay, you're not a robot. <laughs> I was never a robot. <laughs> I swear, I'm a, I'm a halfling. Okay. Okay, I have some more confidence, I guess. So they, they set up camp. And then Grima goes ahead and erases the Kapacha. And then 
If she wants to forge for food, she can forge. She doesn't like forging for food. Who's taking the first watch? Grima. Grima? Okay. You feel like you're being watched. Ooh, I've got cooties. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, he, he's just, his whole watch, he just feels like something, like he's being watched. Mm-hmm. He's like, kind of like, frantically looking around, like he'll be doing something, he'll be like, <laughs> and then turn, and then... Looking at the shadows, kind of twiddling his thumbs, and then when it's Juanella's turn to watch, then he like hastily wakes her up and then buries his face under her covers. Okay, she's just flittering around. Okay, you feel like you're being watched. <laughs> Who the heck is watching me? <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna do any sort of investigation? She does an investigation check. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, she feels like she sees a faint outline of a figure, but once it realizes that Judah was looking at them, it kind of moves, and she can't figure out what it is. Can she do an investigation check to see where it is? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She got a three, and she's just like... She has no idea what this thing went. Oh, oh, W. (laughs) She's just like, okay. She just glows a bit brighter, though, to provide some light. Provide some light? Is she yeah. gonna go near the bushes? She just, like, hovers around in circles about the camp. Okay. Does she sees anything? No, because she's not near the source. She knows the source is coming from between the bushes and trees. So she, like, flutters close to it, like, the bushes are right here, she's, like, right here. Okay. Roll me another investigation. I got a nine. Druidella <laughs> <laughs> is just like looking <laughs> and looking. She doesn't see anything. She, she feels like she still feels like she's being watched. So she just like is she gonna go closer? She hovers like a couple of steps closer. <laughs> okay. Roll another investigation. Would it be a perception or something? Yeah, perception. I have a better perception <laughs> um 12 12 mm-hmm. she sees she feels like she sees this like a glimpse but then they move again once they realize she's watching them. <laughs> <laughs> she can wake somebody up so she goes and she kicks wait no she just mm, she just folds her arms and just hovers in place <laughs> <laughs> okay Oh my god. Uh, she's not gonna alert the camp. She's gonna move. <laughs> she goes and she kicks Crush and Eyeball again. And she goes and she kicks Grima in the side. <laughs> I like how he gets sidetracked. He's still like, yes. Hey, wake up. Is it about the monster? What monster? I felt like I was being watched. Yeah, there's something that's black or something and it's moving between the bushes and I can't focus in on it. It's over black, there. It's moving between the bushes? No, it, there's some figure that's moving in between the bushes that's watching us. Oh, so it's crushed. Squints his eyes and he looks. You got a good roll. Yeah. <laughs> he got a 20. Or <laughs> his perception. And he... He didn't even like fully wake up, but Crush's eyes seemed to magically lock on the figure in the bushes. 
and now that you kind of know where he's looking you kind of see this figure and once they know that you're all awake and they're actually being watched for real watch they've been caught yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> the figure comes out and it's a human male and he has his hands up and then he's just like well this is not how i like to meet i'm just passing by why are you watching us sleep mister <laughs> Well, you know, I've never seen a, a pixie and a, a gnome <laughs> in between crush and like three months. It's just trying to figure out if they're both a gnome. <laughs> no, 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 she points Don't the, give them a different <laughs> One at the same place, you know? It's, it's very interesting. What are you doing here at oh. this time of night when creatures normally sleep? Not all creatures sleep in the But night. you're a human. I presume. True. That is true. I am just a mere traveler. I'm making my way to the lion's ear. Oh, he whispers why? To He's like, what's that? I don't know. It's a human kingdom. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, are you going to say hello to the um, king? Okay. <laughs> You're going to say hello to the king or, or queen or whatever over there? What I'm going there is not your business, I'd say. Oh, well, but watching me sleep is not your business. <laughs> I wasn't watching you sleep. I only watched the ones that were awake. And you know, I've never seen a pixie in real life before. It's quite fascinating. I hear they can regrow their wings. Yeah. No. <laughs> Don't touch my wings. She, she flies backwards. You know, I studied pixies back when I was in college. I wrote a thesis on it in grad school. Who are you, mister, may I ask? My name is... Kavar. Well, I'm Jude Ella. Just Kavar? I didn't give you my last name. I'm not giving you my last name. I'm Jude Ella. Kavar Vakar is my name. <laughs> okay, I'm Jude Ella Blue Letter. Jude, I'm a blue letter. Mm-hmm. My name's Grilla. My name is John. <laughs> John? <laughs> John? My name is John. He looks like Grilla <laughs> and he's just like, don't say anything. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, wow. Two gnomes and a pixie. Wait till I tell everyone about this. And he's like, good day. Um, excuse me. Yes. Have they never seen a gnome before? A gnome? Yes. Me? Yes, I've seen quite a few gnomes. Then why would you need to tell people about us? Because they live in a kingdom. Don't defend them. (laughs) No, it's just... I've never seen a pixie before is what I'm really excited about. I didn't know pixies and gnomes usually hang out together. I'm getting bad vibes from him. No, if you excuse me, he kind of tips his hat. What does he dress like? Um... From what you can tell, traveling clothes, mm-hmm. it does seem is he has light leather armor on and he has a lot of pouches oh. and compartments and bags, but you don't see any visible weapons. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a medium-sized human, mm-hmm. light brown hair, brown eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not very muscular, but you can see he's pretty well-versed in fighting, I guess. I guess he goes back into his pack, but he like watches him. Does he leave? Yeah, 
he um, tilts his head mm-hmm. at you guys and walks away. You can hear his footsteps fading into the distance. You assuming you're assuming is the direction of the lion's ear. Okay, is it like toward the same direction as the factory that we're heading in? It's not the same direction, okay. and it's not the um, direction of the druid coffers either. Okay. That is so odd. Go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't necessarily sleep. <laughs> okay. And then he goes to sleep. <laughs> we'll talk in the morning. The funny thing is that Grima knew he was being watched but didn't do anything about it. I know. He wasn't about to walk to the source of the thing. But he could have been like crushed and looked into the bushes. True. So... <laughs> So then he goes back to sleep. Okay. The rest of the night passes uneventfully. It is morning and you can continue your passage to the factory. Okay, so we continue on our way. And I say about midday, Mm -hmm. you can see the factory in the distance. It Mm -hmm. won't take you long if you like camp out where you are because you feel like you're pretty covered in the um, bushes and shrubs and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can get there at night. Okay. So how do we want to approach this? Oh, wait, do we see any, like, openings or anything? Openings? Yeah, you see, um... Okay, first thing, mm-hmm. it smells really bad outside. <laughs> like, rank. Yeah. You feel like the closer you get, the worse it's gonna get. Mm-hmm. You don't see any of the livestock mm-hmm. that the bluegills was talking about. You're assuming that maybe if you get closer and mm-hmm. go more towards on the other side, you'll see something. Mm-hmm. But right now, you do see, like, a door mm-hmm. that could lead to um, the inside of the factory. You feel like there's mm-hmm. probably more doors the more you walk around it. Okay. Does that door that we see look like a front door? Or like, are there any windows? Um, there's no windows that you mm-hmm. can see from right there, and it seems like you're on the side of the building. But mm-hmm. you do see two guards Ew. standing out. Uh huh. What are they doing? Just standing there? Yeah, they're just standing there. Mm-hmm. You can't really make out mm-hmm. what they look like exactly, but you can see two figures standing there. Oh my god. Ella turns invisible. She turns invisible. <laughs> and she flutters close. She flutters closer? Yeah. Okay. She hovers right in front of their faces. It takes a while to get there, but then you see two figures. Yeah. This is what they look like. They're holding staffs. Each staff is in a hand closest to the door. That is not a normal guard. <laughs> She's just like... <laughs> And she takes out her phone and makes sure that the flash is off and like um the sound's all the way down so she take a picture and won't make that chick noise. Uh-huh. And then she goes like and then she flies back <laughs> over to them and she's just like, This is what I found <laughs> Okay. Crush cream. Yeah. Do gods normally look like this? Hmm, he's looking at them and he's um analyzing and he says where I'm uh, from, they don't. Whoever owns this factory must have gotten in favor with the Dodachi brothers. That's how the Dodachi brothers' guards look like? These guards are pretty good. They're better than any like organic being because they're robots, so they have higher perception, I guess, and 
are more durable during bites. Jordan, I don't know, did they notice you? Do we have like true sight? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe if if they're guarding something particularly important, like maybe the person's office, they might be able to see things that is well. I never had to deal with the thing seeing me. Maybe. Yeah, I never had to deal with him seeing me if I was invisible. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do you know where, like, their off switch is? Mm, I've never had to fight one of these. Can you, like, shove them in the water and they'll malfunction? I don't know. Or would we have to dump them in rice afterwards? Be okay. I'm pretty sure you can sneak by. I mean, being sneaky is easy, right? Yeah. Yes. I am small. Yeah. I am invisible. The question is, did you take pictures of the keypad on the door? <laughs> no. <laughs> she flies back to the door and takes pictures. Okay, since so you're going to be there for a longer time, I'm going to have to make you make a stealth check just to see if they hear you. Because you do have buzzing leads. Eleven. Okay, this, this one, the um, guard closest to you rolls a ten. So the keypad is on the left side mm-hmm. of the door. It's in the foreign alphabet that you do not recognize. Mm-hmm. Is it mm-hmm. Draconic, Celestial, no. Sylvan, or Elvish? Nope, there's none of those languages. You do not recognize it. Oh well. And he kind of like looks in your direction because he hears the buzzing was by, but he, mm-hmm. he kind of just like shrugs and just needs the bug. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of poop over there. Bugs probably go there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you looking for anything else? She's just examining the area. Okay. There's one door, is um is two double doors, it's mm-hmm. pretty wide and tall, and then the two guards on either side, the staff fit closing to closest to the door. Mm-hmm. The staff is like solid and on top it has like this glowing crystal. She takes a picture of that. Okay. And then you notice that the symbols on the guards' robes mm-hmm. like this stuff. Mm-hmm. Looks similar to the alphabet in this too. Looks similar to the alphabet on the keypad. So if we type in the symbols from the guard's room, would it open the door? Maybe. That's a thought. Huh. She flies back and looks like, look at this. Codes right on the guard. What? Maybe. The guard has the code <laughs> on his body. He has the code on his body. <laughs> she points to the symbols and then the alphabet. Oh, okay. Cash <laughs> <laughs> kind of squints and was like, Trudella, I don't know if the guards will be wearing the code for everyone to see. I mean, but what is the So, does that mean that these are words in a language that we don't understand? Yeah, Crash, do you understand this? Krish looks at it for a while. And he'll say, yeah, this is, um, never thought I'd have to see this. What language is this, Krish? A language? (laughs) This is the language that, um, I don't exactly know the name of it, but I did hear it. (laughs) It's the language just that, uh, demons and things use. What the heck? <laughs> infernal? Oh, no. It's not infernal, because I made it up. 
Oh. This is a language that you can, from your understanding of Abek and him being like an evil demon lord or whatever. God, demon. Yeah. That whoever works with him probably learned the language to contact him. Okay, so what does it say? He is going to make a... Yeah, he might switch his memories. See if he remembers. He rolled a 23. So he rolled a 23. Mm-hmm. And he is looking at it. And he was like, hmm. He looks at the symbols. And he uh, tells you that the word on the, like, not only on the sleeve parts right mm-hmm. here, but the little, what do you call this? Uh, sash. Sash. Yeah. Yeah. That the guards have since Avec. Oh. Those are the language. That's the words for Epic. Okay, so what are those? So can you, like, figure out the password on the keypad? Well, maybe we can type in Epic 223 and it will work. What about just Epic squared? Okay, yeah, we could try that. Epic O-W-O. Oh, whoa. Crunch slides. I do remember some passwords... Abek XD. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if they will work here. You should try them. What passwords are they? Passwords I had access to from the Dodachi brothers. I mean, yes, but like the word? What makes you think they work here? I don't feel comfortable telling you what the word is, but I did have access. Is it about me? No. Is <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do I with I bet me. the word is Abek XD. No, it's not Abek. So, um, I did have access... X, X, Avec, Nuzzles, Asterix, No, I did have access to some passwords to some of their faculties, but I'm assuming it must be similar to the faculties that I've been to before, but I'm not sure. Okay, well, I guess we'll just trust you on this one. Okay. So how are we going to get past the guards? Are we going to just be invisible and type in on the keypad while they're just like right there? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. And then, so, <laughs> it's night time. Okay. It's night time. You eat. You get ready. Mm-hmm. Um, you check your supplies, I assume. Mm-hmm. Make sure everything is on silent. Yeah. Make sure you're wearing silent things, so no bells. Yeah. No dangly trinkets. Like, bring my foot on his jewelry and his back. And his, like, little red bag. Okay. So, you look you turning with his wool. She just touches him. And he's invisible. Okay. She does the same thing for Crush, and then okay. she just, like, turns invisible. It's like, and Crush whispers, when I first um, start messing with the keypad, you have to be ready to run in, because you're going to notice something is wrong. Okay. And so, you go there, and you see them standing by the door, just looking straight ahead. They don't seem to notice you yet. Mm-hmm. And... I'm in my mind invisible when everybody turned to is turned invisible mm-hmm. by the same user they can see each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you see Crush go over to the keypad mm-hmm. and he starts pressing in the numbers. Let me see if you can do this stealthily because the keypad doesn't make any noise. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he touches the keypad and it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the guard closest to the keypad rolls a natural 20. No! <laughs> no! Why do your guys have to be waiting in this situation? <laughs> so 
but oh my gosh, he's pressed to get the keypad. He's um trying to remember, but and since he's trying to remember, he's mumbling under his breath. He's like, so eight. Oh, I don't think it's eight. Let me try this nine. And since he's mumbling, the guard um perks up and looks at the keypad and then looks at the other guard and it's just like and they go and then they like um tap their staffs on the ground once uh-huh. and the crystal begins to glow and has an electric energy flowing around it and it's glowing blue and they start walking towards Crush and let me see if he can exactly pinpoint where Crush is yeah he finds Crush uh-huh and he tries to swing at him, the uh-huh. area he thinks he's in, with his staff. Uh-huh. The one, let's call him guard one, is the one closest to the door. And I he, want to name him. You have to be ready when I name <laughs> him. Abek. <laughs> no. Abek <laughs> number 3000. <laughs> okay, we can name this one bro. Okay. The other one can be dude. Okay, so bro... Tries to hit Crush but misses, uh-huh. and he's like looking around. And dude is gonna try to hit too. He rolled an eight, and that does not hit Crush's armor class. Mm-hmm. So they're just like swinging mm-hmm. and trying to hit Crush, but he's able to like nimbly move out the way. He's gonna try to enter in the password this time, uh-huh. and he makes a noise. No! <laughs> and now he's visible. No! Do we he's have to roll initiative? Oh, um, you want to? Oh, well, no. Only crushes in battle right now. Yeah, so. Oh. He has to roll initiative. I got a 19 for my initiative. A is Druidella entering? Um, not yet, but she has a 19. Well, if she rolled. I wish I had to try this for it. I mean, I can go get it. It's in the other room. Against myself. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why do you have to use the weighted dice for your monsters? How come you can't just use that for Crush? Okay, so Crush goes first. Mm -hmm. And then it's Bro. Mm -hmm. And then if Drudel. So Drudel still has time to act because she goes after Bro. Mm -hmm. And then it's Dude. So Crush sees that this is not turning in his favor, mm-hmm. and he looks around to see if there's any cameras. He doesn't see any cameras, mm-hmm. and then he pulls out his magic missile gun mm-hmm. and he shoots it twice. What's the dice you use for magic missiles? One d four. Well, you use one d four plus one, and there are three missiles for level one spell, and with each um, plus level, you get plus one missile. Okay, I guess he's using it like level one. Okay. Six, seven, eight. That's eight points damage mm-hmm. for each missile. And the robot mm-hmm. kind of just like um, stutters back a little bit and he's like, ugh. Uh-huh. And then, um, but he doesn't seem too phased by it other than that. Okay, so, oh, and then next is the rope, is, um, bro. Yeah, he's gonna go for next. Okay. He takes out, well, let's see, Crush is gonna see if he's going to, 
No, Crush is still intent on trying to enter in this mm-hmm. keypad as quickly as possible because he mm-hmm. doesn't know if anybody will hear the commotion and mm-hmm. like, come around back if they have more robot guards mm-hmm. posted at other doors. So he's still staying there mm-hmm. trying to enter in the password. Um, Bro is going to try to hit Crush but misses because <laughs> he's so stunned by the magic missile he kind of like tries to stab him uh-huh. with his um spear. Uh-huh. And uh, it misses Crush. It goes right over his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because he's short. Yeah. <laughs> and the robot's just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Recalibrate. That's all he's going to do. He's going to try to attack again. Ooh. 13. 17. He meets his armor class. Mm-hmm. And... How does he have a 17 from an armor class when Drew L has a 15? Because he has a robot armor. Oh. He's going to he's going to attack Why him. Do you have no one. <laughs> you have like no armor class. <laughs> yeah, cause he has cloth on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Joella, is she wearing cloth or leather armor? His daggone coat has a heart. So, he attacks again, and you see him hit crush, mm-hmm. and then the crystal kind of like glows a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like you hear sizzling as it hits him in the armor. Which crystal? The one up at the. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's still in. Uh, is it true? Drew Ella's turn. Mm-hmm. So she takes her wand of wonder and she. Um, fires. A charge at. What do you call it? Bro. Bro, yeah. Bro. bro. Okay, roll a d100. I got a 40. A 40? Yeah. Wow, you cast lightning bolt. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes! (laughs) You almost made an animal appear or a cloud of 600 oversized butterflies. Oh my god, (laughs) she was so cool. Yeah. If she, like, an animal, like, all of a sudden, like, a horse appears so no, it's like 1 through 25 is a rhinoceros mm-hmm. um 26 through 50 is an elephant 50 through 100 a rat appears a rat a rat, like, a rat. <laughs> so then like so a rat just goes like yeah. <laughs> <He's> just like <laughs> what oh my gosh that's so ugly okay a stroke of lightning forming a line 100 feet long and five feet wide blasts out from you in the direction you choose each creature in the line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 8d6 lightning damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. 8d6? Yeah. Okay, roll me 8d6. Okay, okay. So that's... 10, so... Uh, 24. Yeah. Can you cast 24? Mm-hmm. Okay, so dude just like... Is like obliterated. He's no longer there. <laughs> he didn't even oh, get to act. Yet. <laughs> I know. Okay, so um, Grima's what gonna about try bro? to. He's still, there. still there. Yeah. Hi, Grima's gonna try to go ahead and help crush. So he doesn't like fighting and he doesn't want to fight. So he's gonna go ahead and see if he could just offer words of encouragement to his friends. So, <laughs> um, he's okay. just like, you can do it, I believe. I know, so he's going to try, and he's all like, 
he's gonna say, don't touch my friends, he says, and he appears, and he becomes visible, and then there's, like, a purple light that comes off of his finger, and then just, it looks really small and harmless, and just kind of just, like, goes on the robot's back, but he casts Hex. He basically has disadvantage on ability checks, and... What ability such. check are you gonna choose? Um... This is interesting because robots aren't necessarily something that's like, yeah. common. What would be a decent ability check to choose? Dexterity. Pers- you should do dexterity. So if she uses Wand of Wonder again, they would have disadvantage. Okay, yeah, I'll do dexterity then. Okay. So now he has disadvantage on dexterity. Crush is going to continue to. He's oh, yeah, I have to do 1d6. Okay. Okay, he takes five points damage. Five points damage? Yeah. Okay, he looks kind of haggard now, but he's still holding on. Mm-hmm. Crush sees, just sees Jurella whip out <laughs> her wand. Jurella is still, if, wait, is using the wand counted yeah. as casting a spell? Yeah, it'll be an attack. Yeah, so Jurella is now visible. He sees her whip out her wand, and then just... He was like, oh no, not that wand of wonder. And then he sees her cast the lightning ball and just like, it arches and strikes his robot and the robot is just obliterated. Overrides the system. And then he sees um, uh, Grima throw this purple orb uh-huh. and he knows it caused some sort of damage to his robot. So he's like, y'all got it. So he starts entering the code And the robot is going to attack let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Grima! <laughs> <laughs> does a 13 hydraulic yes. class? Yes, it does. Okay, so he's going to use his staff uh-huh. again. And he swings it at you. And he does eight points of damage. Okay. Oof. Where's my pencil? Oh, here it is. He's going to try to swing at you again. 19, does that hit your armor glass? Of course. Yes. yes. This time, he does 10 points damage. Okay. Are you unconscious? No, not yet. But, um, as a reaction, Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily as a reaction, but his coat is going to have to enter in the combat in uh, uh, order at some point. Okay. Because it's sentient. Okay. So you can just roll. Okay, I'll roll initiative. But it acts as a construct, so I think... Hold on. I need to review the construct rules again, but I think the DM controls the, the construct. Well, it has an 8 anyway, so it goes last. Okay. So we'll go after Druidella, actually. Okay. So it is now Druidella's turn. So Druidella got an 83. At 83? Mm-hmm. She's still using the wand of wand. Yeah. You cast invisibility on yourself. <laughs> You're just like, you can't do it anymore. <laughs> you know, she just appeared in battle and let you kill somebody. Then she's just like, duh. <laughs> You had, I'm assuming, Jordella had high hopes because of she just cast a very powerful spell and just obliterated that robot in one turn. And then she cast invisibility on her own self. Delicious sight. Let's see what the possibilities were. You could have cast Fireball. Oh my Or 
You <laughs> leave, or you could make leaves from um grow from the target. Oh my the God. leaves have been cool seeing she's a drink. <laughs> but no, she just <laughs> turns invisible. <laughs> so after Judo, what is crush? What is Grima's initiative again? It was below Drudala. Yeah, but I can't remember what it was. I'll just write something random down. We know he goes afterwards. Yeah. So, um, dude is no longer there. He's a smoking pile of metal on the floor. And it is Grima's robe's turn. Oh, uh, okay. So, Grima's robe only gets... Grima's robe. Grima's robe only gets a basic strength attack. So, is He has to roll... Mm-hmm. Um, 11 does that hit that does not hit okay so it kind of just like flounder he'd gr- it's still floundering around from Grima stumbling from being hit so it's trying to get him but Grima's moving too much so it doesn't do anything after okay it's Crush's turn again he's trying to um, enter in the code oh yeah I just remembered that um, since the robot left battle mm-hmm. With Crush, I'm wondering if it can get an opportunity attack. But I don't think it does because he was focused on something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Crush turns around and sees Drudella turn invisible for some reason. Mm-hmm. Crush, uh, not Crush, Grima is sitting there like, oh! <laughs> Rome is like felling uh, about and the thing is stabbing him. <laughs> I, should, I should tell you that it's, um, what is that called? Radiant damage. You get okay. So he's going to attack. Mm-hmm. He gets a uh, 18, and that hits. Mm-hmm. And he's going to take out... Well, he already has his magic missile thing out. Again, he's going to attack. So he got four points damage for each missile. He shoots three of them. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, the thing looks like it's hanging on just like by a thread. I Yeah, I just like literally by a single thing. And it's like it is my duty. I will never let you enter this place. It's kind of like shaking a little bit. He holds up his staff and is going to attack one of you guys. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six. My dude, I'm invisible. It attacks Grima. Oh no! <laughs> but this time it misses. Uh huh. And then it hits for the 19. Yeah, that hits. Five points damage. Mm-hmm. Is he a conscious yet? No, just barely. Okay, so do you want to say? She's got yes, three hit points. <laughs> wow. She's going to use the Wand of Wonder again. Okay. She got a 46. 46? Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, you cast Lightning Bolt. <laughs> 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 if you get 37 through 46, you cast Lightning Bolt. Oh, she just barely yeah. almost <laughs> casted her <around. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> So you cast Lightning Bolt again to roll your damage. He's probably dead anyway. What is it? Oh, yeah, I need to... So I need to roll it eight times. Mm-hmm. 31 points damage. Okay. Drudella 
was invisible. With the, she turned invisible with a very surprised look on her face as she tried to cast spell with the wand, but then she reappears and she's like, ha ha! And then she casts lightning bolt miraculously again, and this arching thing of lightning comes and hits it, and it's like, zzz, zzz, and it crumbles to the ground. And she just like, now you're all visible, two dead guards, and Crush is like, now I can enter in. <laughs> I didn't take any damage. <laughs> yeah, Druida was the only one who didn't take any damage. He was like, do you need healing, bro? You good? I'm good, but Grima looks like he could use some healing. Tell my mother. She I touches his clean fo- my room. It's like tis but a flesh wound. And then she just goes and casts cure wounds on him. Okay. Uh, does cure wounds give you your hit points back? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so Crush drags the bodies and kind of like makes them sit upright against either side of the door so it looks like they're fine from far away. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're just chilling, sitting yeah. down. And then, Their legs hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he um, enters in the passcode mm-hmm. and the door is hits open. Finally, he says... You guys gonna walk in? Mm-hmm. Turn invisible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again. So you're invisible. This large location stands... Oh, um... This large location opens to the main lobby in the hallway. There is no apparent guards in this location. Unlike the outside, the center of this location seems to be vacant of any smell. The only thing that... The only thing... <laughs> That has any sort of smell is the smell of chemicals. There are no pictures on the wall except for one large single window. Mm-hmm. And then there's one large picture on the um, right wall. Okay. What is the picture of? Okay. It's a picture of a woman. Mm-hmm. Four slightly... Where's my pencil? Okay, here we go. Armed humanoids stand guarding the entrance to the south and the eastern entrances. Two guards at at each entrance. So we come to a room, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And there, what are the exits in here? There's one exit to the south and eastern exit. There's a guard standing on each. Okay, sorry, repeat this. I'm drawing my compass of rose. Okay. South exit and eastern. Where did we come in from? You came in through the west. Okay. Which way do you guys want to go? The south entrance has doors. The east eastern entrance is just an open doorway. Okay. And the south entrance is the one that's being guarded? Yeah. They're both being guarded. But oh, the but south entrance yeah. is the one with doors. And then remember there's that huge portrait to the northern wall. Um, we go into one that does not have those, so we can just like walk in. What is the portrait of? You said a lady? Mm hmm. That's it? Just a lady sitting there? Yeah, it's just What a does lady. she look like? Okay, you go to this <laughs> portrait? Yeah. Um, it's a humanoid female. She has mm-hmm. long, really light blonde hair. She's really pale. She has mm-hmm. pale blue eyes, and she's sitting there. Mm hmm. And then she kind of has like, um, you know those foxes people drink? Oh, uh-huh. she has a stole. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. a stole. She has one of those. And she's sitting there. You see that she has the big diamond ring. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting there. 
or the stern expression on her face. It looks almost like she's smirking, kind of. Interesting. Grima thinks to himself. She looks stuck up for no reason. To <laughs> Alex, as she stares at She's going to make herself known oh, no, 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 she no. explains anything. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't say that. <laughs> okay, so I guess we'll go through the one. Can you pass me a player's handbook? Mm-hmm. We're going through the one with uh, the entrance with no, with not with no guards, with no doors. Okay. Okay, we go down that hall. It's a long hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no windows here, but there's like fluorescent lights. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bright. And if you walk stealthily, like if you just walk mm-hmm. without trying to be stealthily, I guess you can hear your footsteps. But if you like slow down and make sure you're actually trying to hide, you wouldn't be able to hear anything. Mm-hmm. And maybe about 10 feet away from where you are, you see two large windows on either side. On either side of this hallway? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's inside the windows? If you look out on mm-hmm. either, which ones do you look at on? North hallway, north window. The north window. Mm-hmm. So if you look out of the northern window, you can see down, and you see um, these humanoid figures seem to be packaging something. Okay. And it appears to be inside of the factory. Okay, and the southern window. You look out. It seems to be people doing the same thing. Does it look like it's the same room or like something else? It looks like it's the same room. Oh, okay. They just look like they're further down the assembly line, but okay. packaging the packages. Okay, so I guess we continue down the hall. Okay, you continue down the hall. Uh-huh. Um, let's say about 15 feet from where you are, it continues ahead, and mm-hmm. then there's a door to the east. Mm-hmm. No, a door to the south and the north. Okay. There are no guards at these doors. Which door do you want to go through? <laughs> oh. The door. You said there's a door to the south. And a mm-hmm. door to the north. And the door to the north. Okay. You go to the door to the north. It's just a regular door. It doesn't have a keypad. And it's another long hallway. Just fluorescent lights. There's fluorescent lights? Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> there is a doorway at the end of this hall, maybe, like, 30 feet mm-hmm. away from your first game. Uh-huh. Wait, did, would you decide which door to go through? North. Okay. Oh, man. So, you go through the doorway? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you open it, and there are several humanoids. Mm-hmm. Their back is turn towards you guys so they don't really see you mm-hmm. and one of them is standing up leaning over like a desk and he has like a coffee and then mm-hmm. you see like um you can't really see anybody else's faces mm-hmm. wait so the door opens to a room mm-hmm. a room it's not too big mm-hmm. but um and you see these screens mm-hmm. and it looks like security footage there is one humanoid figure sitting at a desk, mm-hmm. one humanoid figure leaning on the desk, talking to that other person with mm-hmm. a coffee in their hand, and someone, another humanoid figure is near the desk, but they seem to be looking through papers. 
Okay, and they're so just having a conversation. What is the conversation like? Are they like? Did they notice what went on in the that? Yeah, because they have security footage. Is that us? Like, obviously <laughs> just appearing out of nowhere and then like disappearing again, <laughs> and then somebody typing in keypad and, and dream of uh, flying around with purple um, orbs. If you look, do you go into the room? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if they notice the door opening. They don't notice the door opening. They're pretty. Um, into their conversation somebody uh, the humanoid figure that is going through paperwork is mm-hmm. just like yeah yeah mm-hmm, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> halfway listening to the conversation <laughs> and the um, guy with the coffee uh-huh. and if you like get closer you can see that um, well, if you listen to their voices mm-hmm. there's a woman mm-hmm. there's two women and a guy mm-hmm. and the guy was like um, I don't know like the smell is so bad I wish they like took care of that smell outside, man. Like, I don't even like to go outside. I'm glad I, I work up here. And the room's like, yeah, I know. Like, is there a way they can do it so it doesn't smell too bad? Like, it's so nasty outside. And the, maybe if they do find, maybe since the people are complaining, what they can fix this smell, so then the people in the river won't get hurt. And then, and then um, the woman looking through paperwork is like, yeah, I don't even, I don't even know why she's making me find this these old documents like what does she need them for and then she's coming back and then she's gonna look at all this stuff and it's like is everybody working everybody's working this is the only job we have like <laughs> excuse me like i need to get paid stop like and then she's um the woman with the paperwork is like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i was like i don't even know how she turned the business this way she said she's improving the family business why not they just like ranchers or something why did they have to get their own factory? Like, I don't know. People are moving up too quickly, and I'm like, when do I get to move up on this social scale? And the guy's like, yeah, I know, right? Like, she's coming back for her meeting with the Nadanchi brothers, and she's going to look around and be like, oh, my beautiful empire. Blah, 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 blah. No one cares, okay? Whine to yourself. Ugh. Does anybody feel like they're being watched? <laughs> <laughs> And the girl, uh, the woman looking through the paperwork is like, yeah, I, I do feel like I'm being watched. They're about to turn around. Really? Like, we, like, we, well, yeah, but we open the door, so we just rush back out the door. <laughs> and close it quietly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll say you make it out there mm-hmm. before they realize you were in. So they obviously have paperwork. Oh, by the way, the... Security cameras uh-huh. were looking more in places inside uh-huh. of the faculty rather than outside. Any so, space, like, faculty, well, Grima doesn't know how this works, so mm-hmm. he'll just, like, go about his business. You can guess that they have different security posts that outlook different areas. Yeah, that's that's as much as he's gonna figure. He's not a tech guru. Mm-hmm. So... He's not tech savvy. Yeah, no. so he's like, I guess, do you want to try the other door? Okay. Okay, so they go into, they go to the other door across the hall. Okay. And what's there? It is another long hallway. Another long hallway? Yeah. Okay, so I guess they go down there. And you see some uh, similar, maybe about 30 feet, mm-hmm. and you see another doorway. We open the door? Like straight there, or like on... Like the last one where you just like go down the hall and there's a door. Oh, okay, so we go... I guess we could go through that door. Okay, you open the door? Yeah. Inside is same three people only this time two people are sitting at the desk 
and one person is um talking to them, looking over the security footage. Oh, I thought she said it, it was the, the same, same three people. people. So no, I was like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it was the same comma, three people. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we can. And they're just talking. Yeah. They're not saying anything of substance, it's just pretty much the same stuff. No, they're talking, they're just like looking. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you see that right there. Is it anything that has to do with outside? No, you're guessing like like the people you just came from, they watch what's going on in this area of mm-hmm. the facility, and which you can see on like the main um, screens. They have several mm-hmm. screens. They have ten screens in total, mm-hmm. but most like five screens do with like the southern half mm-hmm. of the packaging place that you saw, and mm-hmm. it's just like different angles. Mm-hmm. And the other five deals with like um, no, it doesn't deal with the northern part. It deals with like, it's like okay. Here's the thing. Do we see any livestock on those? Um, you don't see any oh. livestock. It's just like meat. Okay. You can guess what type of meat it mm-hmm. is if you want to. I don't want to. Yeah. know what type of meat yeah. it is. Okay. It's people. <laughs> it's not people. It's people. So it's like, the furthest southern part. That's what they're looking at. That's what um five cameras are devoted for, and mm-hmm. then the other five is like further down the factory, like this way. Okay. So it's like the X and then the Y. Okay, so I guess we can exit out of this room and then go finish going down the main hall. Okay. Okay, so that's what we do. You open up that door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's something behind there. <laughs> no. Okay. So uh, we open up the door. Inside is a long hallway. Mm-hmm. No, a huge corridor. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There are no windows, but the fluorescent lights imitate daylight kind of because it's really bright Mm -hmm. you see um a guard guarding a door to the south Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so there are two doors yeah two doors oh i hate this area so okay there are guards guarding both of them Mm -hmm. Uh one is a hallway and one's doors okay let's go down the hallway first which one's the hallway and another detail uh-huh. On the walls are pretty plain except for above um the like the same last time the northern wall is mm-hmm. the same portrait. Oh the same portrait? Mm-hmm. This lady's too full of herself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um we can go down the hall. Which way is the hall? Is that the east or the south one? This the south. Okay, so we go down the hall. Okay. The hall continues one plain for like Maybe 30 feet. Mm-hmm. And then you come to a doorway at the end of the hall. It's a pretty large double door doorway. There's mm-hmm. no guards here. I push open the doors. Okay, it's just regular push doors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go in? Mm-hmm. This area contains long, narrow hallways where only one can walk one at a time. The scene of dread fills the entire section of the room. So there are like hallways here? Mm hmm. A sense of dread? Yeah, a sense of dread. I know I said a scene of dread. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> okay. So, uh, which ways do the hallways lead? They all seem to be going in the same direction. Oh, so it's like a room and then just multiple hallways? Yeah. Okay. There's five hallways in total. We'll go to the Are one. they on the, what wall of the room are they on? South? Yeah, they're all along the south wall. How many are there? Five. Let's go to the middle one. Okay, so we go to the middle one. 
and we go down. Yeah, along the narrow passageways, walls are doorways. There's you, there's doorways on either side, and you can't see the end of it right now. They're numbered in common, mm-hmm. and as you're walking down, the sense of dread gets intensified as you go closer to the doors. Okay, we continue. Cause you walking. Yeah, this is a good idea, you guys. <laughs> the doors are solid. Uh-huh. Um, if you walk all the way down the hallway, which it abruptly ends, mm-hmm. the uh, rooms are numbered from 1 through 24. So is this like a hotel or something? Or like... She opens the 24th door. Don't open any doors. <laughs> you open yep. Don't open yep. any doors, Junala. I only have 13 hit points. He's now the to open door,
Can she fly under the door? Yeah, she flies. She under. can't fly under the door. She, she, can she fly through the crack? Door. She can. If it's big enough for her body, then she can fly yeah. through the crack. Okay, so they'll open the door enough just to like stick an invisible foot there, there, so like the door stops, so it stays propped open, so uh-huh. Druidella can fly in and out yeah. without having anything to worry about. Yeah. Okay, so she flies in. She sees two humanoids, and then they're um putting like slabs of meat on that cylinder. One of them has like a waist bin, and the other one has like slabs of meat that they're putting on the cylinder. And then they look up, and it's like, and then you see um, one muttered like a a word or something, and it like disappears. And then um, since you didn't notice this before, but there's like a thing in the wall that they open. It's like a garbage chute, and they just put the excess parts that they don't need in there, mm-hmm. and then they close it. You guess that's where the garbage goes. And it was like, hey, Jimmy, did you did you leave the door open? Drew, I look like her. <laughs> she flies out. <laughs> wait, so they're putting kind of robotic through his mask. So wait, did she put the meat on the slab? Mm-hmm. And it disappeared. He's put he put the meat on the cylinder. And then the meat disappeared. So the cylinder is probably there to transport the meat. Oh yeah, because it had teleportation magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she closed. They they go and they open. That's tw- twenty. They don't need to open any more doors. She's just trying to see if there's animals in any of these. She opens twenty one. Uh, same thing is occupied. Let's see if they notice you. They fail to notice you. One of them is um loading meat onto the cylinder, and the other one is loading the parts that they don't need into the garbage chute. What meat? Are they like animals in India? There's no here? animals, it's just actual meat. Yeah, the animal's not here anymore. They killed it. So they, there's an animal that... The they animal, take the animal yeah, into this the, room. Yeah, they take the animal Okay, so the animals room. aren't stored here. They aren't stored here. Okay, that's all I'm trying to figure out. So then they, we can decide to leave. Okay. <laughs> so we leave down this hall. Okay. And we go back up to the room with the five passageways. And go down the next one. You see the same thing. Oh, so all these are basically the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so were there was there any other exits or entryways in that main room where the hallways branched off? Oh, uh, there's a, a doorway to the east. Okay. Is it being guarded? There's no guards here. Okay, so we, open we it. go through there. It's just a doorway. There's no door. Okay, we go through there. There's another long hallway. Mm-hmm. And there leads to an entrance to the south yeah uh-huh and then there's an entrance to the west okay and an entrance to the um south okay um are yeah, they actually, guarded the entrance to the south is guarded and it has doors and the entrance to the west is just a hallway so okay. we go through the west yeah we go through the west hallway okay inside is a long hallway uh-huh seems kind of um just plain you're getting si- tired of seeing all these plain hallways. Uh-huh. Looking at the white marble floor, the white walls. So walking. Okay. And you come across the door. Your Ella opens it. Where's I'm the door? Finished. Oh my god. It's uh, two large double doors where one guard stands. Oh. Which direction? It is in the... What direction was I going in? West? West, uh uh-huh. It's to the north. 
to the north. Uh huh. Two large double doors, and there's one of those robot guards standing. And inside. is the does hallway continue? It continues for a little while, mm-hmm. and then just stops. Okay. And then there's um, multiple doors. Multiple doors where? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> multiple doors, and they just um, it's just like the room, and there's just doors. Okay. Okay. They're not guarded. Okay, I'm gonna. What roll are the doors on? Uh, they're immediately at the end. On the west wall. Yeah. How many? There's like four doors. Okay. So I guess they come into this room and they can try to figure out which door do they go to. They can probably sit and think about it. Yeah. Um, which door do you want to go through? Guys, none of them are guarded. None of them are right. guarded. Right. Mm-mm. None of them are guarded. Right. Drudella, they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> None of them are left. Oh my goodness, you're impossible. Just pick a door. One. Okay, they go to the first door. It's a bathroom. It's unlocked. We go. They go in there. They go in the bathroom. Um, they go into um the number two. It's a bathroom. They go They're all to- single bathrooms. You can make an assumption that these are all bathrooms. Oh. Uh, What's in there? When you look, it's a bathroom. There's a toilet and a sink. Okay. Anything in the drawers? No, it's not like a living bathroom. It's like a public restroom. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a living bathroom. <laughs> Outside, you realize that there was like couches and like house plants. Oh, shoot. Really? This yeah. is a common room. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, well. So there's just the toilet and a sink in there? Yeah. And toilet sheet. And a mirror. I'm looking in the mirror. You look the same. I can see myself? Yeah, you can see yourself as a mirror. I'm invisible. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) So you don't see yourself as invisible. Oh my god! (laughs) But that's what we're gonna end this episode with. What's gonna happen? podcast with an RPG twist. There was fighting in this episode. Um, You're they welcome. They didn't die, thankfully. <laughs> I was hoping I wasn't too hard on them. Found out a little bit of information. Oh my god, what's gonna happen next? I am your DM and every NPC. I'm Druella Blue the pixie Druid. And I'm Grima, who has magical powers now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, please leave us a review. We do have a Tumblr page and an email. And now our podcast is on a lot of places. Like iTunes. iTunes, um, Anchor, Stitcher, Pocket Podcasts, I think, Google Podcasts, and other places. Please give us a listen and a review. Thank you so much. See you next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.